Hey folks, I'm Tom. I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. You know, Vince, do you ever watch Jimmy Fallon's show still? Do you watch the clips? Uh, yeah, I just saw the clip with Charlie Puth making music out of a banging a cup. Yeah, yeah, he, he's on there a lot. Um, it amazes me that they have The Roots as their house band. That's pretty good. It's some, yeah. And sometimes it makes me feel down. Like down to party? Yeah. Or like down sad? <laughs> yes, see, you yeah. picked up on my sarcasm there. Because... When you got the roots, you got to get down. You Sometimes you might have to root down. Better than rooting up. Just kidding. That's worse. <laughs> In case you haven't figured it out from this catastrophe, we're drinking root down today. We are. And where is this one from, Vince? This one is very close to home, actually, for us, Evanston, Illinois, from Temperance Beer Co. Home of the Northwestern Wildcats. <laughs> Chicago's Big Ten team. Which is tough. Tough. Have you not embraced Northwestern as an adopted Chicagoan? No, I haven't embraced the Cubs either. (laughs) Like actively, every time they sing Go Cubs Go, I'm sorry, every time they sing uh, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, they say Root 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 for the Cubbies, I scream at the top of my lungs, Root 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 for the Tigers. Yeah, well, you're one of the many people who come here with established sports teams, so that that's good. That's fair. This is also from a familiar uh, place. We just tried Temperance. For Oktoberfest. Right. If you saw our wonderful uh, Oktoberfest Instagram series, we tried several beers that were you know from that style. And Temperance finished around the middle of the pack for us, but yeah. it was a close call. I mean, all of them were pretty good. Yeah, there was one clear winner, Oktoberfest-wise, but we said it multiple times. Yeah. You're splitting hairs. It's pretty much about preference at that point. I think it was an excellent example of the Oktoberfest, and so I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do with a porter. Tom, remind me what kind of porters we've had and our reception to them in the past. So this is our third porter. The first one we did was called Goddamn Pigeon Porter, which was amazing. That was excellent. We loved it. And I actually recently ordered this at a concert, and a different bartender looked at me as if I was yelling at the bartender. <laughs> I was like, hi, could I get a goddamn pigeon porter? And the person was like, what? I was like, that's the name of the beer. I literally said that to them. So <laughs> that's actually excellent. The other one we tried was not excellent. It was called Peanut Butter Porter from uh, Saga Talk. Which was tough. Way too heavy on the peanut butter. So... Uh, I think this is going to be a completely different spin on porters, though. Yeah, it's got licorice root and chicory. Uh, I think we all know what licorice root is. Chicory is <laughs> a Europe, European and Asian herb that has a mild laxative effect <laughs> and decreases swelling. So, God, my two favorite things. And chicory sounds like something that, like, you would name your kid if you were like a, a real hippie type? Yeah, it sounds like the start to a song Mary Poppins has. All right, kids, chicory! Yeah, 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 like, when you're feeling down, we all know you have the chicory. <laughs> Wait, one more chicory joke. When chicory. You're feeling down. <laughs> Chicory sounds like a coffee shop that also doubles as like a slam poetry yeah. haven. 
Yeah, I'll be, I'll be down at Chicory later. I'll be going through my <laughs> manifesto of, you know, couplets that are mostly about, you know, consumerism. Chicory sounds like an aviary specifically dedicated to chickens. Come on down to the chicory. <laughs> Temperance, real quick backstory if we haven't covered it yet. It's Evanston's first brewery opened up in 2013 they have been going strong since it's not a huge place but you know they're a local establishment if i'm not mistaken temperance actually did open just a bar i think maybe a brew pub down in lakeview and they had to close it up pretty quickly oh no that's sad but you know glad they're still kicking up in Evanston, over there, yeah. one of the Wildcats. One other thing that's probably pretty notable about these guys is, like almost every other brewery that we've had, most people who work there had different jobs before that. They've got a marine biologist who's now working there. I'm sure they've got a couple consultants hanging yeah. out. But I'm, I'm looking forward to this, 5%. I thought porters would be... I thought they were automatically heavier, so... Yeah, this one is not. It's a lighter one. Should be good. Should we crack? I think we should. Let's give it a try. Oh. Yeah, this foamed up pretty quickly. Wow, we... I don't we, know why. Did you shake these up beforehand? No. Okay. It looks like a... It so, smells like a porter. It looks like a Coca-Cola, like when you crack it open. Yeah, that's an excellent view. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. I don't... <laughs> I'm definitely tasting the licorice on the aftertaste. Did you ever have Coca-Cola with coffee? I think I did once when I was a kid, yeah. Well, I don't know if it was around when I was a kid, but they if it was, they brought it back recently. Yeah. And um, I don't know why, but I expected that it would be very good, very tasty. And I looked all over town for it. Finally, I got one, and it was there was something about it that was just not right. That's how I feel here. At first... When you first sip it, it tastes fine, and then there's something that like slowly, it kind of sounds like the T, the THX like sound effect. It like cranks up in, but not in like a crescendoing way. It's like oh, now that licorice is really becoming pronounced. It's almost like it's almost like I feel like it's freshening my breath a little, which is a strange thing. Like (laughs) you have beer and you expect to just like breathe alcohol, and I guess that's. A little bit more of where I'm going is I thought that the Coke with coffee would be a lot of Coke with just like a little coffee flavoring. And it was just way more coffee than I expected. And I think this would be a, I think this would be a great porter on its own. Just a little more licorice than I'm expecting than I was. Yeah. And licorice is a very aggressive flavor. Just as a whole, I feel like if I had to do a survey of people in my life who love licorice, it'd be like one out of ten. Well, there's like red licorice, which is that candied licorice, and then there's yeah. black licorice, which is the more famous licorice, and that's the more divisive one. It's it's very even red licorice though. Like whose favorite candy is Twizzlers? Oh, my dad. My dad loves. He doesn't like Twizzlers. He likes red vines. So there's like brand a, loyalty. Is that like a knockoff Twizzler? Apparently, Twizzlers is the knockoff Red Vines, <laughs> if you ask him. Oh, man. That's uh, that's a hot take from your dad. It's just, it's a really strange feeling to, like, have this beer and then to feel like I've done something healthy for my mouth. 
which is what's go- what I'm getting. I'm not getting the mintiness as much. I, what I'm It's not even like a mint, it's just like it's clarity. It gassed everything out and now it's just this is what neutral mouth tastes like. N- neutral mouth. Yeah, I don't know if a like beer the true true level, right? <laughs> true level of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Oh yes. It's growing on me. It's growing on me quite a bit. I th- I'm trying to think about a segue for this because, you know, we've only done a couple porters on the show and I feel like both those porters were so starkly different from one another. This is definitely more in the middle. Like I, I don't like it as much as goddamn pigeon porter, but it's it's significantly better than peanut butter porter. So, where do I put that in the scope of the porters? I, I'm just not, I'm not sure yet. But I'm right. When also when you talk about where do I put that in the scope of the porters, it sounds like you're ranking a family. <laughs> Well, I Kevin I, is a gem, but at Dakota, that little piece of shit. <laughs> Dakota Porter. And don't forget about Dave. He's right in the middle. <laughs> I could I, sometimes I forget Dave Porter's even there. <laughs> is this like the is this like the quiet middle child of Porter's this beer like just kind of hums along quietly, minding you know its own business? I'm going to go off of the the cleaning aspect of this and I'm going to say that this beer is the little mice from the animated classic Cinderella. <laughs> Everyone's right, gone. Time to clean up. Time to clean up. This is the the janitorial of yeah. pop culture. Yeah, I guess, or like a, a ratatouille type thing, except with just freshening up. I don't know. Ratatouille is an interesting one though because uh, I just watched that for the first time last year. Oh, really? Yeah, I did a. I, I did a Pixar movie ranking on my newsletter Tuesdays with Tom, and I mentioned that I had not seen Ratatouille, and people people were fucking pissed off at me. People were people upset. Love Ratatouille. I was trying to explain that like when Ratatouille came out, it was in this unique period where I was like too cool for Pixar. You know, like that high school, early high school, late high school era. I'm like, I'm not going to see a Pixar movie. Like, no, I fuck don't. That. I don't know because that was never a thing. I was like, yes. I'll see it. <laughs> well, that's why I missed all of Cars. And then, like, my brother's fiance was like, you're showing your age saying you've never seen Cars. I'm like, okay, well, those are, like, the most <laughs> criticized of the Pixar cars, films. The initial Cars is okay. Cars yeah. 2 kind of, like, really goes <laughs> Let's off be honest. That it was, that's a pretty lazy concept. Like, they don't even have a unique title for it. It's just called Cars. Like, it was where are we going to stop? Boats? Planes? Like, yeah. No. It, well, they, they have... A, I believe they had a movie called Planes. With Dane Cook, yes. yes. Yeah. It was not affiliated with Pixar, though. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was DreamWorks. I'm liking this more and more. It's set it's yeah. something roots well, let me t- in my l- heart. Let me tie back to my point. Uh, I thought Ratatouille was pretty good. I wouldn't have put it in my current top ten, but I could see why people, when if you saw that at a young age, that would make a lasting impression on you. Right, or if Ryan's wife, you saw it. At like a middle age, anywhere from eighteen to wait, hold on, middle age, middle a middle age. I don't know. Are we not middle aged? No, no, no. Eighteen to thirty. You got a young age. I used a young age. You scared me for a second because like we're both in our thirties now. When did did Ratatouille come out? Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. I was seventeen years old. Okay, I was fifteen. Ryan's wife was eighteen. Right. right, you can say so at a you young see, age. Like a, that's, that's a not young, a young age. Yeah, it is. Of no, course, it is. You're an adult at eighteen. That's still <laughs> barely. You're an adult, but you are. 
Legally speaking, yes. Yes. Okay. We Mentally need to speaking, we need to define what middle age is. Uh, all right, fine. Middle age for me, because young for me is like ten, ten and younger. Okay. Uh, Thirteen and younger. <laughs> ten is young. Once you no, once you go to high school, you're you're starting your. Then what age. are you? Okay, so what are you? We're going off the Vince scale. Middle Every- age. I'm also the Vince scale. I'm old right now. I'm on the tail end right here. I'm yeah. into forty. So if we're going from zero to forty here, somewhere in the middle, like that. 18 to 25 that's middle age there's only seven years in middle age so then after you turn 25 you're officially old okay maybe i should go to 29 (laughs) i just want to know the for our 40 plus listeners like what are they are they just decaying uh, they have their own scales they're not on my scale yet once I hit 40, they'll be on my scale. <laughs> so your scale evolves and adjusts It's over a sliding time. scale, it's Tom. Sliding. <laughs> it sounds like, honestly, it sounds like your reaction to this beer. It really it, does. At first, you seem like you were kind of down on it. But I'm, now... It I'm, like, I'm going to put it into a glass. I want to see what this puppy looks yeah. like. Oh, yeah. That's I'm going to do the same. That's nice, dark. I can't get over that you just tried to call us... Old and middle aged at the same time. That's right. Depending on whose scale you get on. Are you? Have you been called a geriatric millennial yet? No. Is that a thing? Yeah. So they're they're calling basically people our age geriatric millennials. Interesting. <laughs> As if like, like, also geriatric just sounds like something's wrong. With I also you. okay. Let me just go on the record and saying I think it's annoying that millennials have been sliced and diced into so many subcategories. That it's like it can't just be all encompassing, right? So yeah. you've got the the geriatric millennials, then you have, I guess, regular millennials, and then you have like this weird group that is like my brother and sister's age. They're about four or five years younger than me, and they're like the stepping stone millennials from Gen Z to us. But they're still millennials technically. If you're born before ninety seven or ninety eight, you're still considered a millennial. I'm just curious. Are we doing that with Gen X? Are we doing that with the baby boomers? Are we are we cutting them all up in these little groups? I don't think so. I think this well, is no, a new thing. Well, no, because we're not successful yet. As soon as we're successful, we'll be cutting whatever's now. Like, what's next? The the Lumineer age or something like that? I think, honestly, since... The Illuminati? I think we're starting over in the Greek alphabet. I think it's Generation Alpha because we're down to Z. Dude, those... Talk about egos. Those kids are going to have huge egos. Generation Alpha. (laughs) We are a pop culture podcast. And we are talking now about cultural divides. Yes. What generation does this beer belong to? And why? Oh, man. This beer, at least from my perspective, it started off kind of slow. And it's getting a little better gradually. Yeah. And I think it's somewhat... It, it was it was a bold choice to put licorice with a porter together. It's not something I would have asked for. Can we compliment the fact that they've done that very well? Yeah, I agree. That's why I'm going to go with the greatest generation. I'm going to go with the baby boomers. Okay, I was going to go with baby boomers too, but <laughs> yeah, for a totally yeah. different reason. Yeah. Um, so baby boomers would be, if I'm not mistaken, that would be like... Post-World our, War Yeah, II, my yeah. grandparents. Yeah, pretty much. And when you're young, you know, you don't really appreciate your grandparents, right? They're there, they're candy machines, 
they watch it. They give you good gifts, right? As right. you get older, you start to appreciate them a little more, and they, you know, you love to hear some of their stories, right. and you listen a little more, and they can relate to you a little more because you're starting to have experiences that were closer to, the, I guess, their age, yeah. even though you're still far apart, right? right. And that's kind of what's happened to me with this beer right here. As I started off, I was like, oh, my God, what are we doing here? And then I kept having sips. And as time went on, I came to appreciate it quite a bit. This is not bad at all. I mean, I didn't love this at first. I don't know if I like it as much as you, but... Well, I'm not what... inviting it to my birthday party <laughs> with all my friends. <laughs> yeah, but... But I'm glad it's around. I think, I think where I'm at with this beer, it's just like an old... It has an old soul. It's weird to it say totally, that. Yeah, it totally does. It's weird to say There's that. There's no other way to say it, too. It's like... And, you know... This I th- beer has seen some shit. Yeah. And it's like... It just reminds me of old people. Just a sense of, like, licorice and shikory. Yeah. You know, my grandparents are... Most of them are not around. I still have my grandmother. But, like, I could imagine them, like, drinking this in the 40s. And... You know, you can maybe even go back to like Prohibition. I can imagine this being like a popular drink. I think for me, just thinking about that, I don't think I'm going to come any closer from a comparison than to that generation. But I feel that there has been a distinct and marked movement towards making old people cool in popular culture, movies, TVs. You know what's interesting, and John C. Riley said this in an interview, he was like talking about how he thinks it's weird that everybody wants to like remain young. Like that's pretty much the baseline goal for all people now. Like everybody's like, oh, I gotta have like an amazing skincare routine so I can look young. I gotta keep up with young trends so that I'm always abreast on new things. And he was like, I just am who I am and I'm not going to pretend otherwise and I'm going to I'm going to age and I'm going to look old. And it's interesting because I feel like they're the people that do that end up having richer life experiences because they just accept what they like and who they are rather than just constantly chasing youth. If that sure. makes sense. I think that makes sense. And in a way it's like it's the most futile thing you can do is like always try to like look like and act like you're 25 years old we've taken this to a far (laughs) like a level of depth that was totally unintended i know and we didn't do this on purpose either (laughs) i was you know in a way we rooted really deep down (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking more about like you know fred willard as he got older and he started playing those characters you're like dang yeah old people can be funny too good for him well, you know? <laughs> right, which is insane. Like then you start yeah. to look at start to look at someone like you think about the bucket list. You've got Morgan Freeman, who is without argument one of the coolest old people alive. I mean, Al Pacino was in Jack and Jill. Like Come he, on. he never would have done that. Well, no, Al Pacino was in Jack and Jill, but also Al Pacino was in he was in that amazon show about like vampires yeah (laughs) no no no. it's not vampires it's nazis nazis yeah yes they're killing nazis yeah but he also like uh maybe it's just because he wasn't super old when he did this but he was still on the older side yeah it's the one where he's like a cia operative oh with uh the recruit the recruit yeah yes and then even at the end he's just basically he's like good job I yeah. taught you so well, and you're like, oh my god, 
this guy, I, I hate what he's doing, but I respect him. Well, this is a very recent example, but I'm going to say it anyway. Ruben Rabasa. Oh! <laughs> if a steering wheel fly out of the window when you drive it. <laughs> Stinky. I'm sorry, you, you want the car? I cannot think good car idea while this guy over here farting. Shut up, Paul. I bet you love your mother-in-law. Uh, yeah, I do. Oh my god! He admitted it! He admitted it. <laughs> Wait, please tell me you saw him in the Ant-Man trailer, right? No, I haven't seen the Ant-Man trailer. Oh my god, he, he's, he's gonna be an Ant-Man! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I did, so I did see something about this. Yeah. I saw something that they said, very important news, they're merging the, I think you should leave universe in the, in the yeah. Marvel universe. Yeah, he's in, he's in, he's got one line, and it's Paul Rudd being like, Everywhere I go, people always say the same thing to me. And he's like, thank you, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, I, I guess, I don't know. Are old people having a, a moment in, in popular culture or what? I think they're, I think it's just the way that they're being written with more respect than they ever have. I'm also thinking about my, ironically, my grandmother was the one who loved these movies. Remember the Red movies? Oh, it was my about old God, yeah. People, assassins. Also, like, they're... I have friends who, not even kidding, unironically, are like, yes, Helen Mirren, 100%. Oh, if she shows, way. If she shows up and says, <laughs> oh, how are you? Would you like to have sex? I'm in. That's what they say. And I'm like, wow, okay. Wow. It's not even ironic. I'm not going to ask for names, but... I can't supply them to you. <laughs> yeah. Vince, I don't know how we ended up in this part of our Well, it's an old beer with yeah. deep roots and so we're going to talk about some old people with deep yeah. roots and how they're treated and portrayed. I understand it fully. I'm yeah. ready to give this a nice little rating. I did not think it tasted any different out of the glass. I don't know about you. I didn't either. It climbed, uh, but there's only so high an elderly person can climb before they collapse. Physically. <laughs> Sometimes it's the top of the stairs. Sometimes it's the top of the hill. Sometimes it's the top of our hearts. This one didn't quite make it to the top of my heart, but it was a valiant effort, and I'm willing to put this at a nice 3.5 Vinces out of 5 Vinces. Well done. Solid beer. Would have again. Unknowingly crushed it. I didn't have high hopes for this, but it, it turned out to be fairly good. I'm also going to give it a 3.5. I would have it again. Yeah. And... I definitely, if in case you thought that we scripted these shows, this should prove that we definitely don't because this, this was all over the fucking place. That's true. Well, no, yeah. actually it wasn't. It was very, very good. We'll run the tape back and I'll show you. <laughs> it stayed within age. Yeah. And if you respect your elders, uh, please subscribe, rate, and review this show <laughs> on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You know, if your grandparents are still uh, with you, please tell them you love them. And uh, until next time, I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans. Must booze. See you later.